What's up, boys and girls? It's all my misfits around the world. I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, and uh, it's What to Watch Wednesday. So I got a couple of good suggestions for you guys. Um, I did go over my weekly schedule yesterday, and uh, in it, I'm not sure if I also said that for What to Watch Wednesdays. I can do YouTube videos as well because I got a couple good YouTube trailers that you guys should check out um, as well as some Netflix stuff for today. I'm also going to do a review of American Assassin, which I saw last night, and uh, that'll be it for today. It's going to be kind of a shorter one than yesterday. Um, I had quite a terrible day today, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I had my side mirror basically sideswiped and it's like the second time this has happened to me on this car it's pretty fucking annoying at this point uh, I have an older car so instead of I can't really bend it to avoid that and uh, people near my campus I, I don't want to I'm not even gonna say that people in Milwaukee cannot even drive um, I, the, the road I wasn't on was not even that narrow it's just for whatever reason and the thing that the funny thing is when i when i parked my car i moved it forward more because i was um you know kind of nervous that someone might do that and they still fucking hit it so that was kind of irritating on top of just being tired from classes and working out and it's just been a long ass day so i'm gonna keep it kind of shorter um if that's cool with you guys uh, on top of that, I, had, I also had a work meeting I almost slept through, so that was interesting. <laughs> I woke up to somebody going, uh, you going to the meeting? Uh, and I looked at my clock, and I had like 20 minutes to get ready for work, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Couldn't find my uh, work uh, vest, I couldn't find my badge, couldn't find socks, like it's, it was a mess. I made it though with uh, a minute to spare, so... So yeah, that's enough about my life. Let's get into this What to Watch Wednesday. Uh, I just watched something today in the in between classes, and I, I think you guys are going to like it, so stay tuned. So the first What to Watch Wednesday recommendation for you guys is on Netflix right now. Uh, I just saw it posted today and looking for something in between classes, and I was like, it's only an hour long. I'll uh, check it out. And it's uh, Jerry Seinfeld's new stand-up special. It's called Jerry Before Seinfeld. I'm not the biggest, you know, Jerry Seinfeld fan. I don't mean that, like, in a negative way. I just, I never watched the show Seinfeld. I never had any family members, like, put me onto that. And I never have really seen any of his stand-up before either. I do like his show, uh, Comedians in Cars Drinking Coffee. 
that's a i feel like that's a really good format for a show and i i've liked pretty much all the episodes i've seen with that including one where uh, him and chris rock are driving and they get pulled over uh that was pretty funny but in this one it is kind of a documentary slash stand-up special and uh, i i was kind of nervous going into that because i got that vibe from it and I, I didn't want the documentary stuff to take away from the jokes because in stand-up particularly if i've watched it enough i'm a really big stand-up fan there's beats to it and if you go too long without a good laugh or a good beat then it starts to you know you start to lose the audience including the ones on netflix people are watching netflix so i was kind of nervous about that but i am proud to tell you guys that it doesn't take away at all from it um they really use it sparingly and it's very short the documentary stuff it'll be maybe like a minute max of him talking about because this whole stand-up special is supposed to be like it's at the first place he ever did stand-up and so he's going back to his roots he's kind of reflecting on that and so they have kind of this uh footage from his early career and i think in lesser hands uh the documentary stuff could have gotten in the way of the stand-up but this one really meshes together well and netflix is really on point with their uh their original content Jerry Seinfeld coming speaking just on his stand-up is really good at his observational humor. Uh, that's sort of what he does. And from what the Seinfeld episodes I have watched, that's kind of his shtick. Like, what's the deal with all of these things? Like, that's that's his uh, signature. My favorite joke by far, though, was uh, he's talking about kids' cereals and just how sugary and bad for you they really were and it went under the radar for a long time and he blames the one cereal that ruined it was cookie crisp (laughs) because it's right in the title like he's like they're not like cookies they're actual chocolate chip cookies in a bowl of milk and needless to say i never had cookie crisp growing up i used to i remember always go to my friend's house because he had all the good shit like so i would always beg my mom my parents to sleep over because i i wanted that cereal man this shit's so good and uh i mean there's some good healthy ones too but it's not the same he also has a joke about like the cereal life like how do they come up with that they're uh, pretty bold by calling it life he's like why don't you call uh what's next um the almighty god cereal and then the advertisement would be if you don't like it you can go to hell <laughs> so just like really observational humor he also has some uh humor about language about you know once kind of sounded really similar to george carlin bit which i was kind of scared of but he he did bring it back to his own about you know you don't get on a cab you get in a cab and you get in the cab to get off the cab and the same thing with like long island you don't go in long island you're on long island uh just typical like linguistic stuff that it's just funny to think about and so another one about like i he's left-handed and he said i hated how left is always negative like left-handed compliment or uh why did you why didn't you guys stay longer because we left like it's always a bad bad connotation on it and uh leftovers i think it's it's really good i feel like if you're a jerry seinfeld fan you're gonna love it and if you're not like me you're gonna you're still gonna enjoy it it's really well done and it's him reflecting on a really brilliant career 
and uh, you can see why he had a successful career. He's really talented and still down to earth after all these years. So I really highly recommend it. It's called Jerry Before Seinfeld on Netflix right now. Go check it out. And that's my What to Watch Wednesday recommendation for you. Next guest is a young comedian who's making his very first appearance on The Tonight Show. Would you welcome him, please? Jerry Seinfeld! Are you kidding me? In the 70s, we were the new hot thing. Stand-up comics doing this thing. I only had one joke that worked, which I'm going to do for you right now. So we moved out from the city to on Long Island. Long Island is not one of those places you can't get in it. You just stay on it. Would I have been funnier if I grew up in Peoria in a whorehouse raised by prostitutes? Absolutely. But this is what I had to work with. My parents they didn't even know our names. They were ignorant. They were negligent. We grew up like wild dogs in the 60s. No helmets, no seatbelts, no restraints. Cookie crisp. It's not like cookie. It is cookie. I was either eating 100% sugar or airborne. Okay, Jim, this one's going to be coming a little bit faster now. It's like my little gay closet moment. Mom, Dad, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm, I'm a funny person. To me, it was like high school without the school part. And we were the stars of the football team. They cut a little hole for us so we can stick our head in and see what the hell is going on. Because you want your eye blinking and tearing when you're going backwards down a staircase holding a wall unit. Wait, no more. As far as movies go, though, HBO just put up Nocturnal Animals, and that is one that, for whatever reason, flew under the radar for me last year. It was nominated for like a bunch of awards and stuff, but I just didn't hear anything about it. I didn't see any trailers or even in theaters. I, I just kind of for whatever reason i mean the cast is great i just no one told me like hey man you got to go see this and after watching it i don't understand why like this movie is fucking crazy let me tell you guys right away the movie opens with a bunch of obese women butt-ass naked dancing around like sexually and turning like you know there's one chick with these like uh nipple twirlers and you know <laughs> and i'm just watching this i'm like did i click on the wrong thing is this like an hbo late night uh softcore porno or something but no it's part of the movie it's directed by tom ford the like fashion designer it has, also has amy adams jake gyllenhaal michael shannon and a bunch of other great people that you've probably seen in other things and it's it's uh I don't even know where to start with this movie. So basically, Amy Adams is an art dealer with a really expensive house. She's really rich and well off, but she's unhappy. And this movie really is trying to get to the root of that at a, at a certain level. She gets this package in the mail, and it's from her ex, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's called Nocturnal Animals. And she starts reading it, and the movie does a, a really brilliant... Uh, storytelling device and that is cutting between her reading into what we think is the story 
and but we're not sure you know what i mean because when it cuts to this other storyline um jake gyllenhaal plays the person in the story and he's like with this redhead um ela fisher which could be amy adams so you're not sure like is that is this like supposed to be amy adams is this based on amy adams life like is she reading this and thinking like this happened to me you know what i mean like is this about me we're, we're not sure but i will say that the nocturnal animals storyline um was so dark and compelling and i just every time they cut back to amy adams like depressed i was like no can we just can we stay with this this uh nocturnal animal stuff because i'm not going to give away what happens because it's the the most powerful way to watch this is going into it is not knowing anything like i did what i will say though is that jake gyllenhaal and his family get terrorized by a group of rednecks kind of like uh i spit on your grave or straw dogs and he's trying to with the help of michael shannon uh get to the bottom of who did it and michael shannon is fucking brilliant in this movie he plays this like detective who uh is really sick and he is is doesn't really care anymore about you know ethics or of his job and he's really trying to help jake gyllenhaal get to the bottom of this and help get revenge and i was so enthralled with this story i can't tell you guys enough like i watched it late at night and i just could not take my eyes off the screen uh the downsides i would say is is the amy adams stuff because you know you're kind of supposed to feel for her but you you don't like there's nothing really relatable to her character and i mean amy adams is a great actress but she doesn't really get much to do in the story um she's just really a bitch <laughs> in this movie i'm not gonna lie uh, but and the other thing is that the conclusion uh which again i will not spoil is kind of unsatisfying uh just because though it hypes you up so much and gets you so invested that i just wanted to see it go in another direction but i at the same time i'm not mad about uh, how they ended it it's it's a movie that's going to keep you thinking for like a couple of days afterwards i kind of appreciated it more than when i first um you know watched it and the credits were rolling so i really still enjoy this movie and uh, i can see myself watching it again and finding things that i didn't pick up on it's definitely a twist and turny movie i give it like a three and a half out of four but i definitely recommend it Do you ever feel like your life has turned into something you never intended? I'm worried about you. Are you sleeping? You scared me the last time we talked. You know me. I never sleep. My ex-husband used to call me a nocturnal animal. I didn't know you had an ex-husband. I've been thinking about him a lot lately. And then recently he sent me this book that he's written. It's violent and it's sad. And he dedicated it to me. Did you love him? I did something horrible to him. What are we gonna do? It's a question.
question of how serious you are about seeing justice done. Don't do this. You'll regret it. I really wanted to be this person that you thought I was. You're crazy. You're making a big mistake. You'll never find out. When you love someone, you have to be careful with it. You might never get it again. It's fun to kill people. We should try it sometime. <laughs> Nobody gets away with what you did. So those are my two very different uh, What to Watch Wednesday recommendations. Now I'm going to go over two trailers that I think you guys should check out because they're very exciting. Number one is one that I've been waiting for for a very long time. It's one of my favorite comic book anti-heroes. And I say that because he's a portrayed as a villain against this superhero but I always thought that his story was really um, emotional and something relatable because something very traumatic happened to him and he wants revenge. Like So you can understand why he's doing what he's doing. And that kind of gray area of morality is something that I've always been interested in. I think characters are way more intriguing when they're written that way. And... What, who I'm talking about is uh, Frank Castle, also known as The Punisher. Now, if you've watched Daredevil on Netflix, season one and uh, season two, you you can see how much of a good job they're doing with bringing this character to life on screen. And it's not the first time he's been on screen before, but it's definitely the best version of him that's ever been put out. I mean, I've been a fan of John Barenthal ever since The Walking Dead. And he just knocked the role of Frank Castle completely out of the park. And the fight scene in the second season where he's in jail uh, versus a whole cell block, one versus like 50, like 20 guys, and taking him on one on one in hand to hand combat is one of the best scenes, if not the best scene, of the second season. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about the new Punisher. And they just put out a trailer today. Uh, for his own spin-off TV show and it looks just like just as good as what was delivered in the Daredevil uh, series if you don't know the story of the Punisher basically this guy's family gets killed and it pushes him over the edge to become a vigilante and I thought that the Daredevil TV show did a nice job of you know making him sympathetic making him someone with PTSD and with very real emotional mental issues um, that you cared about and I feel like this season is going to be expanding even more on that so I can't wait for it I'm gonna post the trailer but anchor is not a visual medium so you guys should definitely you can click on the link that I'm gonna post and you can watch it yourself because 
a lot of the action looks top-notch and I can't really explain to you that over an audio podcast so definitely check it out um, it's gonna be coming out in November is the release date on IMDB end of November and I can't wait soon enough I'm still behind on all of these Marvel shows on Netflix I stopped kind of after Daredevil season 2 so I haven't watched Luke Cage or uh, Iron Fist or the Defenders I, I'll catch up eventually when I have time maybe over like Thanksgiving break just so I'm caught up with all of them but if you're gonna start you know with any of these shows I would start with Daredevil 1 and 2 season 1 and 2 definitely and Jessica Jones too those are the ones I have seen and those are the best ones so Punisher November we've had three Punishers in the past actually which it might seem like a lot more than you guys have uh, heard of or seen we've had uh, Dolph Lundgren in the 80s you had Thomas Jane in like the early 2000s I think 2004 and then you had uh, Ray Stevenson who uh, was in Punisher Warzone which was like the unofficial sequel to Thomas Jane's Punisher and that one's kind of like over-the-top campy um, still didn't really enjoy it Thomas Jane one with John Travolta is just okay and I've never seen the Duff Lundgren one but I can tell you right now that this new one is gonna be the best like for sure I don't know how they're gonna fuck it up because they have the blueprint and cast the perfect Punisher in John Barenthal so I'll be looking out for that and keeping you guys up to date with any other news I hear. But definitely check out the trailer for now. He's dead. 
look like the work of a dead man to you. The second trailer I think you guys should check out is the new Tomb Raider trailer with Alicia Vikander. She's taking over the role for Angelina Jolie. And I don't remember pretty much anything about those movies. I don't think they were that great, though. So whenever there's room for improvement for a franchise, I say go for it. And it looks like the new movie is kind of channeling the video games especially the newer ones the aesthetic is almost taken directly out of the games which i mean you should do the video games are really good i haven't played any of the new ones but the, from the graphics they look basically just like copied out of it so i mean that's good and i know i'm saying laura croft and not lara but i just cannot say lara croft even though that's how you're supposed to say it I just, I've been saying Laura all my life, to me that's Laura Croft, and it, it sounds better that way, there's some assonance in there, like, that's how I say it, so, I don't want to see anybody in the comment like, well, technically, that's not how you're supposed to see, I know, trust me, I know, um, but, yeah, I think the movie looks decent, it has, uh, Alicia Vikander, like I said, I really liked her in Ex Machina, I think that was a breakout performance, and Dominic West plays her dad, who leaves her, like, these clues, this key. And through all of these clues, she finds this secret location um, that she thinks her dad is talking about. Her dad basically gave her this mission and says the fate of the world depends that she goes here. Dominic West from The Wire, of course, in 300. And uh, the villain is played by Walton Goggins, who is basically just, like, the southern asshole in every movie he's in. Uh, from The Hateful Eight, most recently, and Django Unchained. And uh, her companion in this movie looks like Daniel Wu, who's in Into the Badlands, which I started but never finished. So I'm guessing there's going to be some pretty badass fight scenes if uh, they're going to go through that route. It does look like there's some Into the Badlands elements in there. I will say, though, that it looks like there's a lot of effects, like CGI, in there, and I hope that they you know focus more on practical action stunt choreography uh rather than the effects because it just it's a downward spiral from there if the effects aren't up to par which you know they're okay in the trailer but a whole movie of that i i can just tell would would just be okay at best and um you know this has potential to be good but i'm just not completely sold yet i'll probably need like another trailer but for what to watch Wednesday, you know, I like the video games. I'm a fan of the video games. Uh, the the Angelina Jolie ones weren't that great. There's room for improvement. And if, you know, they work on this one and they put out another trailer, I think it could be improved and it could be better, you know what I mean, than the originals. So if anything, they can uh, do serviceable action and I'd be okay with giving it a shot. That's where I'm at right now. Um, but like I said, I'll keep you guys up to date. Just like The Punisher, I'm sure there's going to be more trailers and more stuff coming out about it. And so, yeah, check it out for yourselves and call in and let me know what you guys think. 
What's your name? Laura. Surname? Croft. Laura, your father's gone. You can pick up where he left off. I see so much of him in you. Brilliant. Hello, Sprout. If you're listening to this, then I must be dead. I found something. A tomb called the Mother of Death. If Trinity succeeds, our world is in danger. Promise me you will stop them. I promise. I think I know where my dad went. That's right in the middle of the Devil's Sea. It will be an adventure. Death is not an adventure. shouldn't have come here but I'm glad that you did what do you know about my father now I see the likeness to recklessness close the tomb once and for all the fate of humanity is now in your hands be too careful these days the world has gone bloody mad i'll take two and the final trailer i think you guys should check out uh and then i'm done for the night is the new jumanji welcome to the jungle trailer this is the second trailer they've released and uh this one kind of just added to what we suspected in the first trailer of what was going on because it's a lot different than the robin williams one from the 90s um you know these players are avatars now it's um inside of the video game it's not a board game anymore and they kind of explain that at the beginning um that the game always finds a way because nobody plays board games anymore it's kind of transformed into this virtual version and you have a great cast already you know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart. Um, in the trailer, this was, Nick Jonas was in there. I don't remember if he was in the first trailer, but I was just like, oh, that Jonas guy. <laughs> but I like the direction they're going with it. You know, if you're going to do like a reboot sequel type of movie, you got to make it a little different um, while still capturing the fun of the original. So, you know, with the avatars, they have uh, their strengths and weaknesses in the trailer, which is hilarious that uh, The Rock has no weaknesses at all, and Kevin Hart's weakness is cake. Uh, you have, uh, they have three lives, apparently, um, that's, like, tattooed on their avatars. And just the fact that, you know, the nerdy kid gets The Rock, and uh, Kevin Hart is, uh, like, the jock, and then the you know, prissy, spoiled brat is Jack Black, you know, it, it just gives a, an excuse for all the actors to really 
let go and have fun with their roles and it looks like that's what they're doing so i'm definitely gonna go see jumanji when it comes out um for now just check out the trailer and let me know what you guys think on any of these trailers uh maybe call in and, and say which one's your favorite that'll be the poll question jumanji tomb raider or the punisher which one are you most excited to see if i had to pick myself i'm going to go with the punisher and then the second one after that jumanji tomb raider as number three so in level of excitement and how good they look and quality that's how i rank them punisher at the top then jumanji then tomb raider but maybe you guys have a different one give me your ranking um what are you excited to see what looks good to you call in and let me know and as always thank you for listening to misfit minded where i bring you everything movie and music related and i know i said i was going to review american assassin it's getting really late and i need to work in the morning so i will do that tomorrow if that's okay with you guys awesome so keep on keeping on and i'm out something you gotta check this out he plays board games anymore yo what's this jumanji pick a character and you're that person in the game bethany you in then i'll spend my life staring at a tv screen <sighs> fine oh my god where's my hair Where's the rest of me? Oh my god, we're in different people's bodies! Bethany, don't look at it! No! I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Wait a second, where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji! This is a video game, which means we each have three lives. Let's go! I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. Weakness. None. I hate this game. Everybody else got good stuff. Weakness? Cake. Yes, cake is my weakness. You're all good weapons, Valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapons and give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. to work together i think it's a staring contest who's good at staring and not blinking i'm amazing at it i like can't even with this place